Hello, wonderful humans, and welcome back to another episode of Passionate Curiosity Podcast. I am coming to you with another solo episode where it is just me and completely unedited. I wanted it to be fully conversational, so just be aware of the sounds going on. You might hear my AC going off. You might hear some cars going back and forth on the street, so bear with me. Um, I wanted this to be very conversational as I am talking about the outbreak of the coronavirus. Now, I am genuinely curious about this virus from a lot of different angles. Like, uh, I have a, a lot of questions, a lot of curiosities, and there's been a lot of research going into it, um, especially to do with the controversies going on with it, um, how it's how humans are behaving in regards to it. You You get to really see the true colors of how people behave. Um, and it's been very interesting and in a lot of ways disappointing to me. Um, and I wanted to get on here to kind of talk about that um, from like a political standpoint. Um, but the only thing I think I'm going to say in regards to that aspect is that there should still be no reason for um, any type of intolerance or racial um, injustice or anything of that sort. Um, I think that only makes ma matters worse and there should be no reason for it. Um, I think that is where I will leave things as far as that goes. We can have a conversation about it if you'd like. If you're interested in what I have to say about that, I'd rather talk to you personally. But on this platform, I decided instead of focusing on the negativities that a lot of people are doing right now, of this outbreak, I wanted to provide solutions, more so solutions for uh, people within the category of an artist who, or anyone actually for that matter, but this is more specifically for artists who are losing out on work because of the outbreak. Um, it's just so fascinating to me because I started my platform um, my website into the rosegardenbloom.com with the mission of getting artists to understand the importance of a digital presence, an online presence, and what that actually will mean to us in the days coming and the future, the years coming, um, and where we're heading as far as digital technology. And then this outbreak happens and you really start to see like all of these people are, are losing out on work and they don't know what to do. And a lot of times artists tend to cut ourselves off um, because we're so focused on our artistry that we don't know how to manage ourselves and monetize and level up to something that is actually very financially successful. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that, about strategies to do with that. So let's dive into it. Um, so what are some things to consider as an artist? Number one, I would say, do you have a strategy for your artistic brand? Um, do you have a clear message on what you are trying to say and your overall artistic philosophy? Or are you just kind of taking things as they come and I know it's very easy, you know, you, you audition for something. Let's say if you're a performer, I'm sorry. Um, I talk a lot from the stance of a musician because that's where I come from. But there are artists who don't go through the audition process and, 
and their their ways of getting hired um, as an artist are a little bit different. But just for an example, if you're a performer and you go through the audition process and you're hired, it's kind of you are at the mercy of those gigs, um, and it's very kind of hard for you to focus on your own philosophy, your own um, agenda as far as the overall mission that you're going for. But I think it's very important to have those values in line. So I think um, taking the time, I think this is a great time to um, take some time to understand your own brand as an artist and what your own philosophy is aside from any of the gigs that you've gotten. So that's number one. Number two, are you building skill sets that are through the media and production medium? Um, so meaning, do you have skill sets that go beyond just your artistic work? Um, and I know that this can be difficult as well because it's like, how many hours do you have in, in a day? Um, but it's very important right now um, we have laptops, we have cell phones. These are all things that the generations before us, they never really had access to um, the technologies that we have now. And it's very important that we stay up to date because a lot of our brand, our philosophy as artists are transferred onto those mediums and we are in control a lot of the times now. Um, you can broadcast yourself in a lot of ways. And I'll be talking a little bit more about that later. But what I'm trying to say is how are you building up skill sets that will put your artistry onto a different platform? So moving on, are you also um, willing to, if you're not willing to build up those skill sets of, um, of learning media through a different medium, are you willing to hire out someone are you willing to build up a budget that can hire someone and delegate those responsibilities to them? This is something that's very important. Do you want someone to kind of build up a team where you have them doing those tasks for you so that you can focus on your artistry? So this is just something to think about. And I think something like this outbreak, although there's a lot of chaos and anxiety surrounding it, especially around where you're going to make your next dollar, this is a good time to also understand um, your own personal brand and how you can implement ways to avoid um, something like this from happening again and to have other options to fall back on. So with that said, the next thing I want to talk about is number three, mastering the art of self-awareness. Um, understanding that you are your own brand, like I've been saying, but also you are not the company that hired you. And this is this idea goes beyond just um, artists. I think a lot of people get caught up in, okay, I have to build my career. I have to start somewhere with a job. And by the time you finally get that job, you're so honored that they hired you that you are identifying with that job. So that job's brand becomes your own identity. And it happens so many times, especially <laughs> I live in Florida and I know a lot of Disney cast members and they identify so much with the Disney brand. And I get it. 
I am a huge Disney fan. I can probably like win Disney trivia. Um, seriously, I'm a huge fan, but I understand that if I were to be hired by the Disney company, that is not my identity. That is just a gig. And in the alternate route and something to also think about, you are always going to be disposable to them. You may have built up a great relationship and they may have fostered you into that system. And that I think that's a great thing. Um, and I have a whole philosophy on building relationships. But please understand that you are your own brand and you will take that with you. And you're not going to even necessarily want to stay in the same place forever. So understanding that your job, whichever um, agency, company, Anything that is representing you or that you are representing, that is not your identity. Um, so I think I'm going to leave that off on that. So moving on to things to consider. These are things to just think about. Everything that I've went over up until this point, they're just things to meditate on, to really think about for yourself. Um, but then it's like, what are the action points? What are ways that you can monetize during such a critical time? During a time where it's like, okay, all of these concepts are great for long term, but what can I do right now to solve my issue of not having money in my pocket or um, not always being in this position that when push comes to shove, I'm always left in a place where I am confused about how to go beyond what I'm used to doing to monetize an income. So, number one, if you are an artist and you are teaching lessons, learn how to utilize online platforms to teach your lessons. This is huge because if you can't meet up with a student that you're teaching, you can teach online. You can do this through Skype. You can do this through Google Hangouts. There are uh, several different platforms. You can build up a Google Drive to share with your student and you can pull it up. There are several ways that you can go about this. So moving lessons to online is a good point for a lot of artists because a lot of artists double their careers as teachers um, if they're not fully performing or um, showcasing their art or doing anything of the sort within their artist artistry full time. Um, number two, build up a stream of side hustles as a storyteller. What does this include? This includes blogging, uh, podcasting. There are ways to podcast to have um, businesses sponsor you. So every podcast episode, if you feel like you are really good at talking and you're a very outspoken person, you can monetize on that and have people, you can put together a podcast for free and make $15 per episode. You punch out about five to six episodes. That's a good amount per day. If you feel like doing that, that's, that's a fair amount to create a side hustle. And it's an easy side hustle from the comfort of your own home. So that's one option. Blogging, like I said, if you have a website, use that to your advantage. So a lot of artists... Again, I'm, I'm speaking as a singer, um, a musician, 
But a lot of artists have their websites that are just for them. So if I were if I were to have an artist website, a typical one that I see, it would be like kristensoto.com. And it would be all about me, right? What I would suggest is opening up a blog se section on that website if it permits you. Add in a blog section to talk about what it is that you do. Your own experience with it. You will actually find that you grow some sort of, if, you're, if you feel like you have a passion for writing, you would feel like you have some, some sort of talent within writing about what it is you do. And it will help you to, to understand the bigger picture of what it is you do as well. Um, rather than um, just posting your experience, you're also talking about it. So that's another way. The more experience that you have blogging, the more you can reach out to other people to blog for them so that you can get paid in return for blogging for their websites. So that's another thing. Um, I said podcasting, blogging, copywriting. A lot of people underlook copywriting because they're kind of confused about the term. Um, copywriting separate from blogging but kind of related to the same thing. You're writing um, shorter snippets about a certain product or service or um, experience. So eventually once you feel like or if you already feel like you are academically on a level that is good enough for writing, you can branch out and monetize on um, your writing skills. And that creates an experience of storytelling for you. Um, so moving on from that, number three is teach English online. I know a few people who do this, um, and the greatest part is you don't really have to care too much about what you look like. Obviously, be presentable from, I guess, the waist up because your student will see you. But um, this is another thing that you can do from the comfort of your own home. If you have a laptop, use that to your advantage. Um, teaching English to, to students online, I hear a lot of good testimony. I actually haven't tried this yet, and I feel like I should. Um, I've been very busy myself, but this is an option that I feel like a lot of people are successful from what I've heard um, teaching English. Um, and next is, this is something that goes along with conceptualizing what your own philosophy is. Um, make a list of the five core values within your career. So for me, a few of my own personal values are, I eventually decided that freedom is my number one value right now. So what does that mean? That means I don't have to clock in for a shift that is scheduled, scheduled to me by a manager. That was very huge for me because I was finding that a lot of my workplace anxieties or my workplace just like things that I was not liking um, about the workplace had to do with being micromanaged. That just does not work for me. The way that I work is I am more self-motivated and I had to realize, okay, so what does that mean? That, that means replacing the clocking in for having my own motivation, which is a whole learning curve on its own. And I can go on and on about the learning curve of moving from um, working the typical nine to five, which I was last year and into this year 
completely monetizing my own income um, through online services and as well as gigging as an artist. So it's been very interesting of a transition, but so worth it. And I really highly recommend that if freedom is one of your own personal values, to really prioritize that because it has been a total game changer as far as my mental freedom as well. Um, and another example of my own values is that I know that I want to, that living um, on my own terms is a non-negotiable for me at this point in my life um, and that I have to prioritize making enough to supplement that um, and so that meant cutting back on certain expenses, cutting out certain um, social events that I was going to to save up so that I can be able to live on my own and still have that sense of freedom as well because that is a big deal and a big value to me. So really um, building up your own set of values that are non-negotiable and set in place and that can be the guideline that you go forth and when you go out and you interview and um, you're seeking out gigs that you understand that if they don't align with your values that maybe you should be looking elsewhere. So that's just a tip as far as your values and how to prioritize your own personal happiness while also um, seeking after the dollar so that you can survive, obviously. Um, the next one I would recommend is to live minimally as much as possible. What does this mean? Um, this goes as far as even living in a little slightly under your means. So just because you can afford an apartment that is $2,000 a month, why not go for something that's maybe $1,100 a month so that you're saving that difference? Um, it makes a huge difference just because your income is a certain amount. Um, still have the humility to go a little bit lower. A lot of people are paying for houses that have empty rooms or that have rooms that are used once every other year. And it's kind of ridiculous. Um, especially in the U.S., um, where we think that the bigger the house, we have our, like, our pride is, like, somehow attached to it in some way. And it's it's very interesting to me um, how property size works, um, almost as, like, a compensating um, mechanism that we've developed in our society. So living minimally can save you money. Um and it makes you go back and connect, like I said, with your core values, um, not just for your career, but your own values for yourself. Um, making sure that everything is mindful, a mindful decision, and that everything aligns accordingly. So, um, and the last thing that I want to talk about um, is just start creating content. Um, as I was saying before, one of my biggest missions is to make the artists of today, of 2020, understand the importance of digital technology. Because if we were at a place that was more digitally advanced currently, 
um, we were we would have been able to take everything, all of the gigs, the performing gigs, for example, that are being um, cut off right now because of the coronavirus. They could have been transferred to a virtual reality kind of platform. And can you imagine what the process would be like to create something that is virtual where audience members can still um, take part and experience the art that you are producing, but in a completely different realm. And that is happening. That is coming. It's just not quite happening right now. So in the meantime, we need to be up to date with all technology and what is presented to us right now. Um, and there are a lot of ways to monetize with social media content, especially in the realm of YouTube. YouTube, in my opinion, has the most longevity. So YouTube, I believe, will be around um, a little bit longer than, let's say, Instagram. Things things come and they go. Um, and I... I have this belief that Instagram will have its fallout at some point, you know, like at one point we all had a MySpace and we don't. And now the people that laughed at Facebook are on Facebook as what Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about. The people, the older people who were laughing, our parents who were laughing at us for being on Facebook have now all moved on to Facebook when we moved on to Instagram. So this is how things work. Um, and eventually it's not going to be a matter of whether or not you're a digital type of person, a digital techie person. It's going to be what your preference is for digital media. And most importantly, what your audience's preference is. Paying attention to where your audience is giving you more feedback. A lot of people are putting their eggs into the Instagram basket when they have more engagement on LinkedIn or another platform. So being mindful of that type of analytical stuff. Um, I know as artists, we want to keep our focus primarily on the creative aspect of it. And that causes us to judge ourselves way too much. And that prevents us from actually creating anything at all. How many times have you as an artist went to create something, absolutely hated it, decided to delete it and never posted it and no one has ever seen it. Little do you know, it could actually probably change the life of someone who has never heard of something like that and who has never seen someone like you. So I think getting off of the idea of judging ourselves, kind of like what I'm doing with this podcast of just recording things raw, regardless of my um, tangents and my rants that go on and on forever, I'm truly passionate and I want to show that in the most genuine way. So I'm not editing. Now, artists, we do have to be careful with this idea because I'm not saying put out a bad product. Quality still matters as much as quantity. I'm just saying don't get caught up in the whole aspect of creating where you're judging yourself and you're lacking the self-awareness that is required for you to be successful on digital platforms. So I hope this was very helpful. If you need help um, or if you want to kind of delegate these tasks onto someone else, if you want more insight, please go ahead, feel free to reach out to me. You can check on my website at www 
intotherosegardenbloom.com. Um, I have more stuff building up with Bloom Frequency Media, so I'm excited about that. If you are interested in participating and showcasing your own art, go ahead and hit me up for that. Um, if you need someone to create for you because you feel like you're so busy and you're running your own operation in other areas and you have trouble with managing yourself in this way, I am offering services as well um, through my website. You could just go onto the contact page and it'll give you a little form to fill out. All right, so go ahead and follow me if you aren't already at um, Bloom Frequency Media or you can do at Into the Rose Garden Bloom for my own personal account. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening. I hope you stay safe during this coronavirus outbreak. Um, things will get worse before they get better. It's just how things always happen. Um, but if we end up dissolving into little forms of bacteria or whatever, our cells will still exist and maybe they will evolve into another life form. And that's a topic for a whole different episode that I'm genuinely curious about because I've been reading a book on genetics. Anywho, Thank you again so much for listening. I um, hope to hear some feedback on this. Let me know if you want to start creating on digital platforms as an artist. I am here to help you out. Have a good day, guys.